Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. He's probably got the hang of this event by now. In front of both houses of Congress, the country's top military brass, Supreme Court justices, and a television audience of multi-millions. Listen to President Obama's Chief of Staff, Dennis McDonough, speaking on NBC's Meet the Press. The President sat us down late last year to say, look, I don't want it to be a, a list of policy choices. Uh, we have a lot of policy, and you'll hear a lot about that over the course of this year. But what he wants to do is talk about a vision for the future of this country. Mm -hmm. We feel like we can win this future. We feel very optimistic about the future. That's a big difference between us and what's going on in this public debate right now. Political analyst and historian Joshua Brown agrees that this speech will be less focused on policy persuasions, but rather on a vision for the future post this presidency. The general conventional wisdom, of course, is that not much can be done in the final year of a presidency. Uh, and in some case, in some sense, I think it's clear that uh, Obama and, uh, and his minders and uh, helpers have come to the conclusion that uh, it's more constructive to begin to conceive of, well, how will his presidency be understood and what its long-term impact will be. So I think this is a case where we're going to get a speech more about the vision of the future of the United States as affected by the last eight years, as opposed to what's going to happen in the next one year. He's likely to tout his major accomplishments, the Affordable Care Act, improvements in the economy, major trade deals, the Iran nuclear deal, better relations with Cuba, and taking out Osama bin Laden among his most notable feats. Professor Brown of the City University of New York says there could be underlying messages that will subtly speak to this year's election. It's not so much that it would be an apolitical speech as it would be, again, as I'd said, a visionary speech. Uh, uh, the reason is that it, it's implied, as, as you suggested, that if a Democrat doesn't win the White House, that many of these programs are in jeopardy, and certainly many of these agreements might be in jeopardy. Uh, on the other hand, I think it's quite clear that he's not taken a vocal position yet, and he's probably going to st stay away from taking a vocal position of directly supporting, for example, Hillary Clinton. And in this election year, the bluster about a lame duck presidency has already begun to surface. The whole notion of lame duck is, is actually the last 10 weeks of a presidency. I mean, the actual meaning of lame duck is after his successor has been, has been elected. So we've sort of moved it now into a notion that makes the last year, for all intents and purposes, irrelevant. But there have been you know, a number of cases where the presidency has had uh, a, a continuing impact. Obviously, it can in terms of foreign policy. The argument that there's no way to really control the relevance of a president amidst the confluence of events that often determine the job. President Obama's speech to Congress later tonight will signal the beginning of the end of an era. And that won't be lost on those happy to see his back or those eager to replace him. I'm Sherman Bricebees in New York.